Okay. Hallelujah. So we continue. The devil is a liar, and so is the phone when it's not obeyed. But all things work together for our good, and it's going to work out well. Praise God. You know, there are some things that I learned. There are some. I, I love to sing in the presence of God. And one time I was singing, I was having a good time just singing uh, praises to God. I love singing praises to God. I was on my guitar. And then um, I had gone into it like over an hour. And then I saw an angel appear. And he had a chitenge and he was dancing. And I freaked out for a moment. I was like, oh my goodness, what's this? <laughs> what's this? It looked a bit funny. Um, uh, but eventually I came to learn there are some songs which when you start singing you can't stop because the presence of God descends on them. The presence of God descends on them. So when you start singing the song you can't stop. And this is why there are some songs you sing them over and over and over and they're just not getting out of fashion because they've got a presence. And they influence people's lives and they channel the anointing of the Spirit a certain way. Uh, sad to say but even the it is true. There are some songs which are sung in the presence of an evil spirit. Just this morning, I had an encounter. I'll, 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 I'm sure I'll be able to share it after this short prayer session where God was showing me some of this stuff. Uh, so there are some songs which I'll sing over and over again, and I'll just make, not, not get over it.
We're going to have a good time in the next few minutes in which I'm going to share the word of God with you. Uh, we have been talking about the fruit of the Spirit. And uh, when we began talking about fruit of the Spirit, I think we ended on uh, the book John chapter 8. Yes, and in the book of John chapter 8, the Lord Jesus Christ engages the Pharisees in a conversation. Or they engage in. Either way, there was an engagement. Hallelujah. And uh, they begin discussing. And as they are discussing, Jesus uses some tough language. But there's some things that he said that are very important that I would love us to have a short recap on. Um, the Bible indicates to us that Jesus Christ used language like, you don't understand my language. And I remember I explained that it is not language in terms of tribe. Okay? You get my point, right? Somebody type. Yes, Pastor, I get your point. It is not language in terms of tribe. The language we speak, maybe it's not like Jesus was speaking Greek and then they couldn't understand because they were from Shilanga or something. It's the thought code. He was unable to get to them. They couldn't speak the same language. They couldn't have the same kind of understanding. They couldn't sit down. It's like imagine um, somebody's a doctor and there's some surgery and procedures that are supposed to be done on a person. And then you, who's let's say specialized in photocopying and binding, you know, you go to the doctor and you sit down and you start listening to them and they start explaining to you. They may be using English, but you don't hear a thing. Why? Because you've got two different languages. You are speaking two different languages. The doctor is speaking a different language. So it's about the thought code. Okay? So Jesus Christ is talking to these guys and he's telling them, Look, you cannot understand me. You don't understand the language I speak to you. That's John chapter number 8. Glory to God. Glory to God. Praise God. God is good. Um, hmm. John chapter number 8. And I'm going to read from verse 42. Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me, for I proceed forth and came from God. No, have I come myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my language? See, he says, why don't you understand my language? Let's just imagine they were both speaking English, but he says, you don't understand my language. Then he says, because you are not able to listen to my word. Okay? You are not, you are of your father the devil. Oh, ouch. Can you imagine this one, even his disciples, one day to say, Jesus. So it says you are of your father the devil. And everybody goes, Whoa. The desires of your father you want to go. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. This is also a language. Truth is a language. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. It's a language. Truth is a language. The same way deceit is a language. Now, um, the Bible says Satan has been a And then and interestingly, he says, when he speaks a lie, he speaks his native language. You understand that? So it's not about tribe. It's thought court. Satan has got no capacity to tell the truth. He can't tell the truth. The same way you wouldn't want your phone to start eating. <laughs> Think about what you want. I know people have got make friends with everything these days. Eh? You know, they, they give human beings, uh, uh, I mean, they, they give pets, pets human names. 
and then that kind of stuff you find the cat is called Garfield or something, you know. So they come so close, but there are certain things you don't expect it to do because it's an animal. You don't expect to have a conversation with it. In the same way, you don't expect the devil to tell the truth. He's unable to tell the truth. You cannot make him tell the truth. He would be abusing him if you tried to make him tell the truth. He can't. And that's what you need to know. This is very important, especially for people who are in the deliverance ministry. You know, the people who they are interviewing an evil spirit, they are trying to cast out an evil spirit. I heard of a story from my friend Gomero of somewhere where they were casting out an evil spirit and they asked, Who sent you? And the evil spirit said, Abusa. <laughs> and you know, it, it brought issues within the church. Hey, can you imagine? And then, and then there are some people who uh, are casting out an evil spirit and they said, And maybe the evil spirit starts praising them. Oh, the fire in this place! The fire in this place! You are the biggest in Zambia! In Zambia, the one we fear. In Nigeria, it's uh, maybe they mention the man of God. Then they take the mic. You've heard, you've heard what the evil spirit is saying? <laughs> you know? No, 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 no. That's a lying spirit. The thing to mislead you. When you're in the deliverance spirit, you must understand this truth. You, you have to be led by the spirit. There's what we call the gift of discerning of spirits. You have to be led by the spirit because these evil they are lying spirits. They are incapable of telling the truth. The truth. So you must always be led by the Spirit. Praise God. I hope you are learning something. For he is a liar and he is, he is the father of it. That's the step further. Meaning he does not only tell a lie. There was no such thing as a lie until Satan created it in his own laboratory. He concocted it. It was something strange. It was shocking. Even God was shocked by it in my own view. Because it's the first time something was created. That's the word father means it means originator it means you are the first you are the father so even god god was amazed what's this thing this is something to my will we've not seen anything like it so he became satan he was lucifer he became satan and god goes with him see and then he says um but because i tell the truth you do not believe me which of you convicts me of sin and if i tell the truth why do you not believe me he who is of god hears god's word therefore you do not hear because you are not of god so truth is a language based on God's word. And if you're from God, you'll be able to understand. This is why sometimes some of your uncles, they'll come, they'll find you watching Sadanio. Ah, these young men just up here for money. They don't understand your language, your kind of life. They are probably not from God. Somebody says, no, I'm being mean. Then John chapter 1 verse. Uh, two of is actually being more mean than me because it's the Bible. It says, but for as many as believed in him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. Pause right there. Before that, whose children were they? I'll leave that to you. Because it's the Bible which says it. <laughs> Glory to God. That's the truth. That's the truth. See? Jesus had an issue communicating with the Pharisees because they didn't understand his language. Now, here is the reason why. Apart from, of course, the baptism, they were from uh, the devil who was uh, a mentor. <clears throat> the thing is, they were natural men, and we are getting somewhere as we are discussing the fruit of the Spirit. They were natural men. They were natural men. There are three types of men. 
I'm speaking this in relation to the faith, or maybe I'll say four, but let me say three. There's what we call the natural man, okay? Then there's what we call the baby believer, then there's what we call the carnal Christian, and then there's the spiritual man, okay? So number one, there is the natural man, and then number two, there is the baby believer, and then number three, there's the carnal Christian, and then number four, there is the spiritual man. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's dive right into this thing. Now, let's go to the book of First Corinthians, chapter number two. The book of First Corinthians, chapter number two. Oh, Shalabaya man, Shalabaya God. I'm enjoying this thing. I don't know about you. Glory to God. I command you to load faster. Can you command my Bible with me? These Bibles of nowadays. First Corinthians chapter number two, and I'm gonna read from verse maybe let me begin from verse ten. It says Ah, let me begin from verse 9. It says, But as it is written, I has not seen nor ear has heard, nor has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. Hallelujah. Isn't that beautiful? For the spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? The spirit man within you knows all things about you. That's what we are being told here. Then we are told, uh, in the same way, no one knows what is in the heart of God except the Spirit of God within him. So the totality of God has got, has got stuff in him. But nobody knows what is in the totality of the person of God except the Spirit of God. But then we are being told, we have been made to understand or we, we we've been given we've been exposed to the knowledge of the things which are in the person of god by the spirit which is in him isn't that beautiful these things are supposed to be a secret the old testament folk never had this kind of privilege but we are told there are some secrets in the person of god we're talking about father and spirit but then we have received the spirit of god who is able to reveal those things to us oh glory to god this is exciting Hallelujah. I'm not going to digress. I'm going straight into the hallelujah. Now, we are told, now we have received, not the spirit of this world, but the spirit who is from God. Wow, 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 wow. That we may know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Then he says, these things we also speak, not in words, uh, which man's wisdom teaches, but with which the Holy Spirit teaches. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual things. And then we, we hit the point, it says, But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Oh boy, oh boy. He says, But the natural man cannot, he does not, because he cannot receive the things of the Spirit of God. So you can imagine there are all these good things that are in the heart of God, which we cannot access except we've got a relationship with the Spirit who... Uh, who is the Spirit of God who can give these things to us? Says, 
we can have access to all these things by the Spirit of God. Now imagine all these good things we can have access to, but we are told a man who is natural is incapable of receiving the things of the Spirit. Why? Because his spirit has not been activated. How is your spirit activated? You've got to be born again. Remember, we, we, we quoted the book of Ezekiel 56, 26, and I'll give you a new heart, and I'll give you a new spirit. Meaning, he will take away the stony one. That's what the Bible says. He will take away a heart. He will take away the old self, and he will put something new, something which is bendable, something that can bend to the will of God, something which has got the makeup to receive spiritual things, something which has got a spiritual antenna, something that can receive from the Spirit of God. So a person who is not born again does not have a new nature. A person who is not born again, who is not given his heart to Christ, whose heart has not been transformed yet, is incapable of receiving spiritual things. That's just sad. That's just sad. He does not understand the will of God. And so there are certain things a non-spiritual person cannot do. For example, the very next verse tells us, uh, 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 it, it tells us, but he who is spiritual judges all things. Now, this is obviously a scripture that just changed tables because everybody is saying, do not judge, do not judge as an excuse for doing everything wrong except what is right. See, they do not judge, do not judge, do not judge. Why? Because Jesus Christ says, he who judges shall also be, who he who judges shall also be judged. You know? But why did Jesus Christ particularly in the book of Matthew tell them, uh, why did he tell them, you cannot judge? Because they are not spiritual people. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, the teachers of the law did not have the capacity to judge. Why? Because they did not have the spirit of God within them to inspire them to make judgment. They were natural men and incapable of, 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 of making judgment. If we tell you what you are doing is wrong, stop it. We are filled with the spirit, we are filled with the word of God, we are very well. And then your people who like saying, do not judge me. No, I don't like men of God because they like judging. Okay, let's leave you to God. And let me just give you a scripture on top. The Bible says, and how, how, what's the word again? How terrible it is to fall into the hands of the Almighty. You know, there are certain things, because we've got the Spirit of God within us, we are able to judge. We are able to help you. We are able to tell you that was wrong, that was wrong, what that was wrong. When you face me like that, with me, you can even argue, no, but no, I was hungry, that's why I stopped. No ABC. <laughs> there was no one in the room, and all that kind of stuff. With me, you can even argue, with God, putting in that child. So if I am able to judge you, guess what? You don't have to go through the same thing with God. That's an advantage. That's what we call delegated authority. That's why a pastor is important in your life. The Bible says he watches over your soul, Hebrews 13, 17, as somebody who is going to give account to God. It says, do not make him run because he watches over your soul. Because that's big. God brings a person to watch over your soul. That's, that's only God's job. Only God is able to watch over your soul. But guess what? He decides, I'm going to make a man to watch over your soul. You who think you are safe not having a pastor, you are not. Because you are directly responsible to God. You think that's good? Okay, go on, go on with it. To have a man who's able to speak over you, who's able to call you and tell you, mm -mm -mm, don't you find me that day here, sit down. Then you explain yourself, you even argue a bit, and then you start thing, ah, you are safe. Hmm? So, a spiritual man is able to judge all things. Hallelujah.
because he's got the spirit of God within him. But a non-spiritual man, a natural man is unable to understand spiritual things. If I was to stand before 50 professors and I began, Encho, Barigdes, Giandos, Shadada, Glory, Sharombos, Ogiadahai. They'll say, is he, can we get paramedics? This is a Chinama case. They don't understand spiritual things. See, this is why you've got to be careful who you marry. Amen, ladies. One night, you know, you wake up under the inspiration of the spirit and go, you know, I've seen some of these ladies, don't be, <laughs> you see past their makeup. I've seen them pray. They pray like Hannah, like they are drunk. Even, even, as in Hannah prayed like she was so drunk that not a passerby, a prophet, man, a prophet said, are you drunk? Prophet! <laughs> so, telling you you got to be careful you know one day you wake up under the inspiration and there's some strange things sometimes you do under the inspiration of the spirit like you just begin ah you know because the burden is so strong the bible talks about deep sighs and groanings which cannot be uttered these groanings or these prayers are too deep for words 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 are too small to express them when the spirit of god uh, comes over you like that and you just go ah. um guys I woke I the one I married less so you've got to be careful you know hallelujah because the natural man does not understand spiritual things you think you're going crazy you've got to be careful so that's the natural man he does not understand godly language. Even the Bible, when, I, when we are explaining, it just sounds some, like some religious stuff to him. He cannot have a relationship with God. And then there is now the baby Christian. Now, I'm, I will not talk about the baby Christian. I'm going to talk about... Um, um, I'm going to talk about... Please, when it's exactly 40 minutes, let me know so that... I cut off. How many, how many moments do I have? I'll have to go back and... You can estimate for me. It's been 40 minutes. I've got 14 more minutes. Glory to God. I've got 14 more minutes to run. Okay. So, then there is the carnal man. Now, I'm telling you this because I'm preparing you for, for a teaching on the works of the flesh. Before we get into the fruits of the spirit, we are going to dive deep into the works of the flesh. And we're going to talk about which capital that we're going to talk about, all that kind of stuff. But first, you must understand the natural man. When you understand the natural man, it will be easy for you to understand the works of the flesh and, 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 and all that, and all that um, stuff. So the natural man is also a man without the gift of righteousness. He has not yet received the gift of righteousness. He is natural. He is a natural tree. Like, natural. No spiritual life. The spiritual life is there, but it's so natural. It's natural and spiritual. I don't know if that makes sense. It's, it's natural. It's, it's all about oh, waking up in the morning. It's all about working hard. It's all about uh, living in life, growing up, passing school, you know, getting married, raising children and dying. It's that boring. You know, it's just natural. There's nothing about God. And Satan can just come in and kick him and do everything he wants. In fact, he doesn't even bother Satan. A 
people who say, ah, the moment they got born again, that's when the attack started. Yes, you, you let Satan. Some of you were generous, you know, when you're in the world. <laughs> Satan held a million. There's like a moment of silence. And we, guys, we lost the general. We gotta do something about it, you know. So, he's not gonna just let you go without a fight. But before that, I think he had nothing to do with you because you belong to him. You know? So, you've got to understand that kind of stuff. And so this man has got no fruit of the spirit in him. What he has are the works of nature. The works of, of the fallen nature. The works of the flesh. And to him, the works of the flesh are natural. It's natural to him. It's not strange to him. It's not that's, you know, out of this world to do some of the things he does. The Bible, the, the Bible describes to us what these works of the flesh are. The natural man does these works of the flesh. We'll find them in the book of Galatians chapter number 5. Adultery, witchcraft, fornication, um, reveling, wild parties, and, and, oh yeah, we're going to talk about that. And uh, um, uh, there are quite a number. People have, I've never heard about the number of the works of the flesh, but we know the fruit of the spirit is mine, you know. So, there are quite a number, and somebody say, may say, everybody who's not born again is, is they are capable of doing witchcraft, say, oh, they're capable of doing, say, no, but I've never done that, ah, you're just wait, just because mango Luna, just because, it's just, you're just waiting for the season, you're capable of doing it any time, there's no guarantee, as long as an opportunity, it's within you, you can exercise any of the works of the flesh any time, when the, opportunity presents itself you can you can do like a witchcraft when the opportunity presents itself you can still when the opportunity presents itself a fornication here you know and you will not even be bothered about it why because you are a natural man it's your nature your nature has not been activated the old nature has not been taken away the bible says if any man is in christ is a new creation all things have passed away behold all things have become new and then the Amplified says the spiritual and moral condition has changed. The old spirit has been taken away. There's a new spirit within you. Praise God. What a beautiful day. That's why the Bible says when that happens, the angels throw a party. That's what the message of the Bible translation says. It's a strange miracle. Glory to God. So that's the natural man. Say, oh, but there are natural people who do nice things. Oh, well, there are natural people, uh, sinful people doing nice things. No, there are some natural people who they are not necessarily born again, but they are kind. They are kind sinners. No, there's some. You know that they, are, they even give, they donate large sums. No, they are donating sinners. So it it, it doesn't change your sign. I mean, if you are John Jimfwembe, even if you give, it doesn't change your name. Even if you don't give, it doesn't change your name. See, but that's a doctrine of righteousness. It's something you also understand. It's something you've got to understand. So that's a natural man right there. But then we've got the carnal Christian. This is my point of interest. The carnal Christian is, uh, the word carnal means fleshly. It comes from a Greek word which means fleshly. Uh, let's go to the book of Thessalonians chapter number 3. Glory to God. Uh, 
I'm going to read from verse 1. He says, And I, brethren, could not speak to you as spiritual people, but as to carnal, like babies in Christ. Not babies, but like. Babies in Christ. It's like this. Uh, when you are born again, the sinful nature has been dealt with. Okay? It's, it's been taken away. That's what Jesus came to do. But you still have your mind to deal with. You've got your friends. So sometimes you find yourself going back to the past. Not that there's anything honorable in doing that. Oh, because I'm a child. <laughs> no, 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 no. At least we know that when children are doing the wrong things, they don't mean to do them. Or even if they do them, they don't feel they are doing them. They just feel they're doing the right thing. I mean, a child, when, when, they, when a child is pressed, just they have a bus, they'll resist themselves. You know, why? Because they're a child. And they'll think there's nothing wrong with it. They'll actually feel nice and laugh because they've been relieved. You know? But it's different. It's not something they do willingly. It says, but like babies, like babies. Not meaning they've been in the faith for a while, but somehow they just never change. Same thing over and over again. Paul calls them ever learning but never coming to the knowledge of the faith. But ever. Ever learning. Leon say, ever learning, ever, but never just getting it. You know that guy who's always repeating grade seven or grade nine or something. You know, it's a sad story, but ah, you know, there are those people who you found them in first year, they're still doing the course. <laughs> ah, second year, they're doing the course, they go and break, no, they didn't have school fees. Ah, third year, they came back doing the same course. Not that it's a good thing, but you know, there's always that guy. You know, how come they're just never getting the course? See, so they are like that. It's not that they are young, or maybe it was just a mistake they made. No, they've been around for a while. But they are still able to uh, behave like a worldly person, like a person who's a natural man. They can actually sit down with a natural man and understand each other's language. They are not comfortable when the guy is insulting. There's nothing wrong when they're in a bus and all these manner of strange songs are playing. I mean, I had to buy a headset because when you're on a bus, People listen to all kinds of strange stuff. I wouldn't even want to talk about something that I heard. But people are singing it as songs. And people are just there sitting very comfortably. It's not itching anyone that they are listening to that song. And you're right there comfortable. Buy a headset. Some things are not for your ear consumption. Glory to God. Oh yeah. And remember, listen, follow my writings. Title, Don't Sing Alone. Very important. Music has got this special capacity. I've got five moments. Music has got this special capacity to linger in your mind. It's strong. You may not have even wanted the song. Then on the bathroom, now in Bama Chaka Jaika, Michael Jackson singing. Why am I singing this song? I burn it. Or oh, a beat is playing by neighbors. <laughs> it's not a good beat. Just find yourself. <laughs> you know, you have to buy a headset. <laughs> now I'm teaching this as a spiritual thing, and listen to good music. Why? I'll tell you. Because the, if you don't replace yourself with good music, bad music will replace the good music, and it will play consistently in your mind. It lingers in your mind. Just find yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, at least if you are listening to a good song, it will help you. You know, 
All these simple things help you grow. Otherwise, you remain a carnal Christian. You've got to make sure. Uh, Peter says, but add to your faith kindness and to your kindness goodness. Ah, that means it's not God's responsibility to help you grow in the fruit of the Spirit. It's your responsibility. If you are not deliberate about being kind, there will not be this like supernatural chill which will come on you. If you are not, if you are not, if it's in the world, in the world, if you are not a kind and patience apart, if you do not learn to sit yourself down and say, okay, let me be patient, there will not be this supernatural window of patience that will come up to help you. No, 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 no. You've got to learn to discipline yourself. When you are born again, God gives you the ability to grow the fruit of the Spirit. Later on, we will learn that it is not the fruit of the Holy Spirit. It is not the Holy Spirit who grows the fruit. The Holy Spirit comes to live in you and He gives you the capacity to grow the fruit of the human spirit. The recreated human spirit must grow fruit. Jesus Christ in the book of John 5 says, He is the vine and we are the branches. So when we remain in the vine, we'll be able to bear fruit. It is not the trunk. It is not the vine which bears fruit. It is the branch. Then he says, if the branch does not bear fruit, I'll cut it off. So it is not the... He didn't say, if the branch is not bearing fruit, I'll cut the whole, I'll cut the whole tree. No, 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 no. So your duty is to stay in the, branch, in the, in the vine. To stay in the trunk in the main tree. And then it is also your duty to grow your fruit. This is why you've got to sometimes, sometimes if you know, okay, that patience, you can show back. You wake up in the morning and say, I'm patient, I'm patient, I'm patient. I've got the fruit of patience working for me. See? The problem we have is some version capitalize the word S, the fruit of the Spirit. So we think it's the fruit of the Holy Spirit. The problem is we've got one word for the word Spirit in the Greek. One word. The same word is used for Holy Spirit and human spirit and spirit, spirit, spirit. But it is talking about the human spirit. It's like when you receive the gift of tongues. It is not the Holy Spirit gives you utterance, and then by His power, your spirit receives ability to speak. Then you begin to speak. The Bible says they spoke. It doesn't say the Holy Spirit spoke in them other tongues. That's a different dimension of prayer, which very few people even do. The, the realm of groanings. But even then, the Holy Spirit prays in you when He comes over you. See? So you've got to understand that it is your responsibility. Otherwise, God is not going to judge anybody if it is His responsibility. Why is judgment there? Because we would say, oh, God didn't grow my spirit. What's the Daniel's spirit? is a joyful man. Me, you didn't come and visit me at night. No, no, no. It's your responsibility. That's why you must study the Bible. Get your Bible and start studying. Read. Patience, kindness. Oh, what is kindness? Read about it. Let your capacity begin to enlarge. Otherwise, you remain you remain a carnal person. I, I'm gonna read uh, the last scripture. And I'm gonna pause. Ephesians chapter number two. I'm gonna read from verse seventeen. I would love to use the uh, NLT version. Glory to God. We are on the carnal man. The carnal man behaves no different. You've been born again two years. You are still comfortable having the same old friends. <laughs> People have strange uh, nicknames out there. 
Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. I'm about to close, I'm about to close. I think my tag up. No, 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 you can't. You can't maintain the same phrase. It, this, there should be something wrong with you. If you can still sit down after two years struggling with the same music. You've been born again two years, you've got difficulties going to church. I don't like the way they look at me. You, well, how do you look at them? If you don't like the way they look at you, you are the one who first looked at them wrongly. And you say one you should repent. Two years, born again, you can't give offering. You are kind of idea. I hope I'm saying it a lot. Hallelujah! Glory to God. Ephesians chapter number four. Sorry. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read from verse seventeen. It says, "With the Lord's authority, I say this: Live no longer as the Gentiles do." Hmm. He tells them, "Don't live like worldly people," meaning you are very capable of living like a worldly person, like. A like a person who's not received the Lord Jesus, like a person who's not received the gift of the Holy Ghost. It says, for they are hopelessly confused. Oh boy. Their minds are full of darkness. They wander far from the life that God gives because they have closed their minds and hardened their hearts against Him. You know, there are people, Abba Fafen, I know. Jesus Christ is not an angel. You get scriptures, you read to them, they are convinced. Okay, I've heard, but still more. What do you mean? <laughs> still more, what's still more? No, still more. Don't harden your heart. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews, chapter 4 when you hear the gospel, do not harden your heart. Be easily persuadable by the word of God. Uh, the Lord uh, God said, I wouldn't lead them by the way of the Philistines, although that was near, because they couldn't trust in me. In other words, God says they were not persuadable. These guys were so. I mean, they were stiff-necked. They could argue with God. Oh, you're bringing us his manner. You don't have other things on your menu. You can imagine. As if this guy's Don't be like that. They have no sense of shame. I don't know, but somebody says, Inson, you won't do. At this point, you would want to agree. What a coincidence. They live for lustful pleasures and eagerly practice every kind of impurity. They eager. You know, there are people who they behave like they are just on like a time bomb. They walk in town. The, the red wire for the time bomb is outside, <laughs> waiting for you to just hook it. Then you have a test of their internal cells. They just, even just the way they look at you, just, just going to blow anytime soon. They're just ready to say anything. Look at this. He says they eagerly practice every kind of, of impurity. Meaning they, are, they, they don't have an issue having bad language. They don't have an issue sitting down to watch porn. They don't have an issue talking about a person who's way older than them in a very sarcastic, in a very sarcastic way. You know? They, they don't have an issue practicing any work of the of the of the of the flesh. They wouldn't have an issue being late. 
But he says, you shouldn't live like that. You've graduated. Deb have graduated. And then he says, but that isn't what you learned about Christ. That isn't what you learned about Christ. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life. God is not saying he's going to do it for you. And I'm going to end here. Throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit go you. the Holy Spirit is leading you. He says, put away your old self. God is not going to do it for you. God already did it for you by making you born again. Now you yourself have got to align. Sit down in church, learn the word of God, ask questions, grow. Do not be hard-hearted. Be willing to learn. Change your ways. If you are told you can't dress like that anymore, why are you going to be doing you've been told it's not decent it's not right you cannot talk like that to an elderly person you cannot sit someone down who's older than you and start talking to to, to them you have to understand you have to change your way of life okay this is how to make your prayer life effective even if you are an advocate against tongues you've learned mm, they, 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 they help you make progress they make you pray uh, like this and, and make your prayer life effective sit down and learn your your ways must change do not harden your heart put off your your old self especially guys pride you can't sit down under mentorship and learn from someone you wouldn't say too much used to no you know these things is just about the way you believe it's not just about the way you believe know the truth and the truth shall set you free learn the truth don't don't sit in ignorance and be convinced that's the truth you die in your sins that's what jesus christ said to the Pharisees in john chapter 8 he says, because you don't want to listen to me and you don't want to believe in me, you will die in your sins. And all they wanted was to look like at least they've got a point. No, we've also been studying these things for a while and we removed their Old Testament and caught it to him. He's trying to turn, turn, them, turn them to life and then, you know, no, sit down and learn. You're not too grown up not to learn. Hallelujah. Praise God. And that's how you're going uh, to, 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 to stop living a carnal life. Then he says, stop telling lies. Let us tell our neighbors the truth, for we are all parts of the same body. And don't sin by letting anger control you. See? He says, don't tell lies. It's actually embarrassing for us to sit people down who've been in the faith for a long time and stay. You can imagine. Do not tell lies. In church, we are preaching. It's wrong to tell lies. But that's a kind of Christian for you. A kind of Christian has been in the face for a long time. But will tell you a lie. And then immediately, Sunday school pants everybody. Children, don't tell lies to your daddy. Never, never. Children, don't tell lies to your mommy. Same realm.